Okay, good Monday morning to everybody. This is Rob, the owner of Rob's Cleaning and Maintenance in Bronx, New York. I am pleased to be here and talking to you this morning about the upcoming NBA draft. And I'm a Knicks fan, so my preface is only going to be on point guards. And at that, I'm going to limit it to only two because I've narrowed the field down to two. And I'd like to see the Knicks draft. And they may have to make trades and or get rid of their current draft picks or a portion of their draft picks to get the, the optimum, the best. And I'm going to just say it right off the top of the bat, who the best is. It's not even close. Sharif Cooper of Auburn. Here's my reasonings. First off, he averaged 20 points per game this last season. All right. He has explosiveness. Great ball handler. Transition passes. Pick and roll passes. He had 8.1 assists per game. From three-point range, he only was 22%. That's where his weakness is. But I don't think that's going to tell the story. I mean, let's face it. Yeah, in the NBA, there are better defenders around the hoop. But that's not going to really cut into his scoring. You can't tell me that these guys who sit in the three-point lane all day don't get in the paint are better than he is. And they don't find open men. And they get high ratings here on the, on the, the uh, draft by these people that really have not been watching the NBA very long. I've been watching the NBA since the 70s. Okay? I know that makes me a little bit dated, but it also means I know more than the uh, youngster or 30-year-old who thinks that he knows, but he doesn't. Chade Cunningham is the only one I'll even put in a competition in this thing. Keep in mind, I would like to see Shari Cooper increase his steals. And, of course, the three-point range of uh, Jay Cooper, I mean, Jay Cunningham, I apologize, uh, is 40%. And he, he's a decent rebounder, unlike, uh, unlike uh, Sharif, who, you know, uh, he averages, let's see, Jade averages 6.2 rebounds per game. Uh, only 4.3 for Sharif last year. Uh, I, I think that steals are an issue. Um, steals for Jade uh, is 1.6. You got 1.0 for uh, Sharif. But when you look at assists, that's where the rubber meets the road. The Knicks need a playmaker. And that's something Che Cooper is not. So he's easily getting those 20 points in the game, more likely because he's a ball hog. And ball hogging, it doesn't work. Okay? You guys don't see. I've been watching basketball a long time. And the biggest problem with why the Knicks weren't doing well uh, the last well, let's just talk about the last 10 years. The biggest period in which it, to put in question is 
2012 and 2013 with that well put together talented team that included Carmelo Anthony as the star scorer real good scorer but a ball hog okay now he was not a point guard he was a small forward small forwards job isn't that much it doesn't come into play that much that they um are supposed to be finding the open man. But when you hold on to the ball too long, looking for your shot, instead of working in a team system, I got a problem with that. Now, Julius Randle can obviously improve with a a playmaker like Sharif Cooper. Because Sharif Cooper would be the one with the ball, looking for the open man, on the move, uh, he's picking and rolling. He's transitioning. He's also finding the guy over in the corner or out on the on the arc past the perimeter. This will make Julius Randle's job not hold the ball and look for the open man or your shot. Make your choice. Hold the ball. No. Julius Randle needs to be driving that hoop. He should be if he wants the ball, he should be driving the hoop uh, with Sharif Cooper, staying, get, becoming open for Sharif Cooper. If he wants to go for a three-pointer, he needs to go out into the arc. Uh, but the point is, it'll make Mitchell choose most likely to go to the hoop. I mean, Mitchell... Uh, I'm thinking of Davion Mitchell. Um, It'll make uh, Julius Randle have to drive that hoop. And that's where he's going to be needed the most. See, the great thing about understanding offense in the NBA is that a player like Julius Randle, who's a powered forward and a talented one at that, a guy who can hit from three-point range, hit shots around the hoop with both hands. He has all different combinations of shots and is a very good rebounder when he's around the hoop. Now, Julius Randle's coming in. If Julius Randle's on the move with Sharif Cooper and driving that hoop, what you're going to have is Julius Randle get in position to be open, and also, if Sheriff Cooper takes a shot, or even if somebody else takes a shot, Julius Randle is in position for an offensive rebound more often than uh, than not. I mean, like this is an issue, often or not. This is an issue. You're looking at these guys. I'm looking at these guys like, like uh, we got. Uh, Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson is going to be back this coming year. Think about the offensive rebounds he's going to be looking for and getting with the help of Julius Randle. Julius Randle comes in. And what kind of pressure that's going to put on the defense instead of Julius Randle out by the arc. Julius Randle with the ball trying to find the open man. No, your best scorer should be getting open for his open shot or his high percentage shot 
which will be near the hoop. It'll change and it'll revolutionize the Knicks offense via Sharif Cooper. If they get Jade Cunningham, what's going to happen is Jade Cunningham is going to be fighting to have as many touches as Julius Randle. Julius Randle, the ball, the ball play, play on offense will slow down instead of speed up because uh, Jade Cunningham is going to use some of his skill to drive the hoop, but he's mostly going to be playing three-pointer uh, setup and showing uh, his wares that way or driving the hoop himself. And he's not going to be looking for the open man. This is an issue. He's not going to be looking to pick and roll. He's not going to be looking for transition passes. And to turn around and say, well, the coach should work with him. He's such a talent. Listen, why not give that benefit of the doubt to Sharif Cooper when it comes to defense, steals, and rebounds? I mean, Sharif Cooper already is a playmaker. He doesn't need to be showed it. He has that ability, and he has explosive to the hoop, nests to the hoop, which is going to give him an edge over those big giants who can block his shots. What kind of explosiveness does Chad Cunningham have? Obviously, not as not anywhere as near what Sharif Cooper has. And, Mister, I can't find the open man because I'm too busy holding on to the ball. Chad Cunningham. Why do we need this guy? The answer is, it's a myth. Again, the people reviewing these guys are having a bias against Sharif Cooper. And I would like to see the Knicks trade up, include draft choices, and definitely Frank Milikita should be considered in the trade. After all, we should make up for our mistakes, shouldn't we? If you know, this is one of the biggest things that I don't like about our the Knicks GM, our, our GM. I say R because I'm a Knicks fan, um, who is continuing to stay in the position long after he should have been fired. In my opinion, he should have been fired a while back. He's made a, traditionally a lot of bad choices. And I'm going to name one, just the, probably the main one, because it's probably not his fault. It's probably more likely... Phil Jackson's fault because Phil Jackson wanted Frank Nelikita and he probably also wanted uh, was probably instrumental and the main part person making the decision on getting Porzingis. I never felt Porzingis was a good draft. So when he went I was happy. Porzingis hits three pointers. Okay whoop de doo Power forward to his three pointers. I'm glad they hit three-pointers. Uh, power forwards need to be getting rebounds. Porzingis, traditionally, I'm not traditionally, consistently, was lacking in rebounds for a power forward, lacking defensively, because he wasn't rebounding. And his wingspan helped him get blocked shots. Big deal. You need the total package. And again, we the Knicks needed... A power, I mean, a point guard. Knicks had a, had a decent point guard in Derrick Rose in 2016. That's great. 
They didn't re-sign, re-sign him in 2017. Said they drafted Frank Nilakita. Okay, Phil Jackson. But you still have the same GM. Phil Jackson is no longer the president of the company. You still have, and when I get back to, I getting back to good old, and this is where it's going to get good. Hold on a second here. This is where it's going to get real good, because I just, I don't like this guy at all, and he just as consistently, he's been the GM for quite a while, and he should have been fired a while back. He's been a fail. Scott Perry is just not the top of the league when it comes to making good decisions. Okay, first off, Steve Mills was the GM for a while, but Scott Perry was like his um, main go-to guy. So a lot of what Steve Mills, the decisions Steve Mills made had to do with Scott Perry. That's why I called him the GM for so long. He wasn't. But here's what it comes down to. Anybody having to do with Steve Mills needs to be fired. This is where the Knicks fail. So you might say, well, they drafted, he helped draft uh, Mitchell Robinson. Yeah. Uh, He got Julius Randle. Yeah. These are good decisions. But when you look at the overall the overall performance of Steve Perry and Steve Mills and Phil Jackson, thank God he's gone. It's time to clean house. Now you look at Tom Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau as the coach. That's like that's like the best choice that the team made, but that's about Leon Rose. And I dare to say that um, Leon Rose had to do with Julius Randle. Uh, here's what it comes down to. The Knicks, and yes, he had to do with the drafting of R.J. Barrett. So Steve Perry, like, you know, Steve Perry really, like, it's amazing he's still with the team. Again, draft Shari Cooper. End of story. Let's let's move forward from here. This is Rob from Rob's Cleaning Maintenance Service in the Bronx, New York. Give me a call. Have a great morning.